0: On this week's episode, we talk about things sighted people do that kind of get under our skin a bit. It's goofy. It's serious. It's all in good fun. (laughs) So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair the podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are out here living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey, And I'm your host, Cassandra. Oh, Cass, how have you been lately, girl?
1: Cold. Like, I've been cold. Cold. It's cold.
0: (laughs) Ah, that is, that's the correct answer, I think, for a lot of the U.S. and probably a lot of the world at the moment. Uh... Well, The top half of
1: the world, at least. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: obviously, part of the world is not in our same season. Um, but I currently have a lot of snow. Listen, you guys, I'm in Tennessee. Um, we don't really see snow often, and it's about five or six inches of snow outside right so now. so much and it's snow. Because yeah, and it's not going above freezing for a few days, so it's going to be a while. That's, wow. Do you guys have salt, question <laughs> mark? You know, yes, I think question mark, but our city is not (laughs) our city is not the best at taking care of itself when it snows. Everything is basically shut down and we're all stuck inside of our houses,
1: so that's kind of cozy though. I don't know. That feels like winter. No, it's been nice. Yeah.
0: I really I really prefer it over an ice storm, which we often get and that's when the power goes out and all of that. So like it is kind of cozy.
1: I like that. See, it hasn't snowed very much here in Ohio, actually. It's just really, really cold. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, I got to wear... A ton of layers whenever I go anywhere. But I have this great scarf that my bestie knitted me for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> which Wow, I come in so handy. So I, I talked about from my vision board that I've been trying to go to the gym more often since it's within walking distance from my house now. And I went on Sunday and it was like eight degrees outside. And I mm-hmm. wrapped my scarf around my face and I was warm and fun. That was makes awesome. Me so happy. I'm so glad I was able to give it to you like at
0: the start of the cold winter. <laughs> Girl, you have um, no idea how oh, meaningful so and helpful this gift has been. That's so great. And you know, when we're stuck inside of our houses, it just gives us more time to read, to bake, mm. to watch cartoons. That is so that is so right.. Mm. To do the cozy hobbies that we are always doing year-round, but somehow feel cozier in the winter than they would in
1: the summer. It's just because we're cold now, so we get to bundle up and do them.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. So much better.
1: You were just traveling very briefly, but you were just traveling. Yeah, very briefly. um, Like, one of
0: my best friends from childhood, who I met when I was two, uh, had a baby. Wow. And that was yeah a human uh, That's is now wild living at her house uh, yeah. um, and residence. I got to I got to meet him and it was like super surreal and That's very so nice special. yeah it was really important to me that I got I went and met him um, and he was a really great baby very sweet and easy baby and good to see my friend
1: That's so yeah nice. yeah have you had any updates for us Do I have any updates? Well, I've just been baking. I had near catastrophe baking uh, because I was taking a ride share to deliver some tarts. And the ride share driver was going to be helpful. And he said, like, I can grab your Tupperware. And I was like, okay. And I'm getting out of the car. And I hear a noise. (laughs) and i mm. and i look and it's really bright out but i i see half of my tarts are on the pavement and oh. you know what it it did crush my soul a little um <laughs> but it, your 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 tarts got crushed along with your <laughs> along very with soul along with my soul along with your spirit <laughs> yeah yeah but you know it not all was lost because Um, the assistant manager of the cafe that I sell them to, she like happily took them despite the gravel in them, which (laughs) was a compliment. It's like I hope she's okay, but (laughs) the tarts are so tasty, I will eat them off (laughs) of despite all at all costs.
0: Off of the, just pick out the gravel, girl. That's yeah, what you gotta do.
1: Yeah, it was fine.
0: That's, I like. <laughs> I I hope she lives. And uh, <laughs> that's great, though um that i mean it's not great actually i said that's great that's not great it's kind, it had a, kind of, of a nice
1: now it had kind it's of a nice ending
0: enough. that someone it still did. wanted the tarps but i mean i assume in the moment it was like very soul crushing that you had spent so much time on it the was tarts.
1: mostly just the time piece that i was like right i was right yeah. there and it was right in the front entrance it was kind of it was kind of the nightmare scenario i have but then it's like well It has already happened. So, you know, you know, when you like live through something that you Mm. think is a nightmare scenario and then you're like, well, I'm still here. Well, (laughs) um,
0: yep, that's true, because I'm telling you, I mean, when you talk about the time it takes, it is very rare that I FaceTime Cassandra when she is not (laughs) in an apron. Um,
1: So it's a lot of time in her life that she is in the apron in the kitchen. All Casey has specifically requested that when we FaceTime that I do be baking. So... Yeah, I like <laughs> now it. Now it's imposed. See, watch... <laughs> We watch Adventure Time together, but it's like
0: a double show because I'm watching Adventure Time while also watching a baking show <laughs> of Cassandra baking. It's it's very, it's a strange um, combination, but oddly works.
1: That's that's amazing. I, there was that one Adventure Time episode where they had like these like magical tarts and it made true. my life significantly better knowing that that existed. Yeah. There was the royal yeah, tart Toter like, and everything.
0: Yeah, speaking of tarts on a cartoon, um I Cassandra and I are also both watching The Dragon Prince right now Ooh, and yeah, I feel Casey we're not watching it together. First. I started first and I feel the need to say that because somebody asked in our Q&A if we had seen it and I said yes. I had only seen season 1 and now I'm happy to report I am breezing through the entire thing and I'm so glad that it's not over yet and I do highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. And um, I'm really loving it. And there are also, oddly enough, there are tarts featured in that show, too. So I yeah, don't know what's up with all Yeah, it comes up, up a lot time. in
1: the audio description, which is actually, mm-hmm, it's it so does. good. There's so much that happens on that show that needs yes. description. It's mm-hmm. kind of wild. And there's a disability representation in it. Yep. It is so cool. Yes. So Yep. yep. I, I wouldn't be able to follow it very well without the audio description.
0: No. It's a very... Um, action heavy show so despite yeah.
1: being animated but, which you would think right. makes it easier to see but it really is very Not, active no and there are actually like this is i was gonna tell you this and it's so relevant
0: for the podcast and then we'll actually get to the real topic but there there have truly been so many times while watching the dragon prince where i was like i definitely didn't see that at all and one time I even rewound it to, like, rewound. to see, like, what the audio description was saying. Yeah. And, and like, I still couldn't see it. I was like, I, I, I'm not seeing what they're saying what, at all. When did this, At what point did this happen? Like, <laughs> I think it was around... It was a lot of times in season three. So you'll get there. Ooh, but, okay. a lo- like, there were quite a few times where I was like, I didn't see any of this so and it's a lot of like they they do a lot of facial expressions too which i appreciate they'll say like he he smiled slightly there was one time where
1: one of the characters winked at the other character i would have never seen that yeah Um, i i I even saw something that happened at the at the very beginning where like they described something that happened to a character and i was like oh that really changed what i thought happened when i saw it happen and i like i was just i was yeah. I had no idea. So wow. thanks, AD. <laughs> yeah. And like we always say, we would
0: still enjoy it and follow it just fine, I'm sure ish. Um and we would still enjoy it, I yeah. guess, bottom line. But not nearly as much without that extra added context.
1: Well so. and there's and so. there's like an amount of like back work and, and re, reshuffling the prior idea that you had in your brain when yeah. like, you visually thought something happened or you missed something. And you're like, wait, at what point? OK, whatever. You just kind of like mm. learn to accept things that you don't fully understand.
0: It's um. true.
1: Yeah, you know, you're so right. <laughs> we just fill in the blanks ourselves. So, you know what? That's such a good segue into our episode mm, actually. We didn't even mean for that is. to happen.
0: It happens every we're just so we're really so talented. This. It happens every time
1: we We do are it. on season 5 of this podcast. Season so,
0: 5.
1: That sounds made oh up. Oh my bro. gosh. That
0: sounds <laughs> That sounds fake. Like what? Yeah, where did the time go? I don't How know. did that happen?
1: We're in episode 85. 85 What kind of number
0: is that? <laughs> when we get to 100, we're going to have gonna a, be party. a celebration of epic proportions. Mm, we're going to have a party. <laughs> a de- def- I'm I'm 100% buying a cake, and I'm not being funny.
1: Oh, I'm I, buying a cake. I would buy a cake. I may make a cake, but I might just buy a cake. Oh, you should make a cake. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, will yeah, be buying. It you will be making. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. You could make a cake. Like you really could. I'm not good at decorating them, so we could not I could, them. but I just
0: want to put 100 episodes on it, or just a 100 on it. That's so, true. We have plans. We have plans. St-
1: um, stick around, but.
0: Stick around. So this ep is going to take a little bit of,
1: uh, little bit of a <laughs>
0: disclaimer. That's exactly the word I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. Maybe we have been doing this too long. I don't know. Um, <laughs> would you like to start?
1: So. So, I thought of this episode from like personal experience, just like I had some weird moments recently, and I was like, "This would make a really good episode." okay, so this is truly all in good fun and and we were talking about things that sighted people do, like we said in the in the open that they might be just a little bit quirky or uh, like on more on the side of annoying generally not like there are some things that we will preface when something is more like offensive um but like most of these things are just a little tone deaf and not not at all things that keep us up at night that are just you know rude and horrible and whatever we don't want people to feel like they're walking on broken glass around us or that every little thing bothers us but it's just i hope you guys will see what we mean when we give some examples just because it it's it's i think the audience makes a difference i don't know
0: yeah yeah i agree it's all it's all in good fun it's all good natured and if Yeah, we don't, the last thing we would want is for you to feel like you can't say things around us or you have to watch what you're saying around us. But these are, we're gonna, we have a little list here. We're gonna talk about some of the things we experience and that we hear often that just kind of get under our skin. Yeah, it's not necessarily, some of these aren't necessarily offensive. It's just kind of like... It's some of them pe- are just it's funny. Almost, <laughs> it's like people talking and not realizing we're standing right there, like not realizing their audience in a way of of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Some of it is just funny. I think this episode will be funny and light. We're trying to keep it lighthearted. And hopefully a lot of you that are low vision listening to can. You know um, what relate.
1: they are? I'm just realizing now. A lot of these are like sighted microaggressions. That's what these <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> you're
0: right. You're so you're so right. You're so right.
1: But some of them are just goofy. So, Mm -hmm. all right, here's a goofy one. So sighted people, they are mostly used to driving. And when their car is at the shop, you would (laughs) think that they had like a limb removed. Like, right. They, they do not know what to do or how to get anywhere. And it's like, huh, I wonder what that's like. Crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, we totally get that it's probably a big inconvenience if you're, if you're used to driving oh, yeah. and you don't have your car. Um, but it's really funny when people complain about this in front of us. Like, yeah. oh, I don't have my car for a day. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And, and we're just standing there like, oh. And, and it's like, it's a, it puts us in such an interesting spot because we're trying to like console them and validate their feelings mm-hmm. while also being like kind of rolling our eyes internally a little bit. Not going to
1: lie. It's really because. hard to have empathy in this moment for yeah, like, an it experience is. That... In, in a lot of these. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. These are experiences that we don't have any context in. And yeah. so for us to attempt to put ourselves in that position of like, okay, what if I had a car? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. even that thought is like, that's crazy like i don't know what that's right. like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it is crazy i i try to i try to understand and i'm not I, i'm not going to hold it against them that oh, they're yeah. they're allowed to complain they're allowed to complain about it people are allowed to complain about s- like
1: everything It it's a it is a very privileged thing to complain about though yeah, yeah, and when you complain about
0: it to us, it's just kind of funny. Let's yeah, be real, it's good, like, it's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry that must you can't be really drive. hard, it's oh, uh-huh. kind of difficult. Have yeah. you heard of Uber uh, though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> or like, maybe ask your family and friends for a few days, like, like we have I'm sure to they'd be happy lot. to
1: help. And I find that a lot of these people also have maybe multiple cars, mm. so like. Yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're married and they have multiple cars. And it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe just ask your spouse for a ride in the other car. <laughs> in the other car that you have. Yes. Mm, yes, quite right. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so this one, this, this comes to my mind a lot. And I think this comes with the fact that we have been low vision our entire lives. A mm. lot of people haven't, but we have. And it really, it interests me, Cass, to think about, us as children and how we had to grow up very quickly and mature very quickly in many ways because an example I think about a lot is (laughs) you're in class at school and you're young I'm talking Mm -hmm. elementary school Mm -hmm. even though this ended up happening for the rest of our lives and still to this day but yeah you're in elementary school the teacher is doing like a science experiment or there is you know maybe a a new person visiting the classroom a show and tell type thing or maybe somebody brings like a small animal into the classroom for all the kids it's something where all the it's something where all the kids can gather around and look at this exper this experiment going on or this like thing that someone is showing and this happens all the time Mm -hmm. and every kid is screaming i can't see i can't see move i can't see it i can't see like the fun the funniest part about this experience though is not that it's not how they're acting cast it was i want to know if you had the same experience as i did okay for me i literally threw up my hands metaphorically and just did not even try or care at all so Even if like getting close would have helped me a little bit, all the kids are screaming to see, and I remember kind of having to be like the mature young five year old that I had to be, and just kind of sitting back and saying, you know what, I would like to see that thing, but like I'm not even gonna attempt it. I'm I
1: don't even care, and it's kind of sad. I think yeah, I think it's a few things. Number one, (laughs) I think it's the amount of effort. It would take for us to see it in a way that was satisfactory is like mm-hmm. much more than what other like you know quote unquote normally cited individuals would need and we know because there are so many people just clamoring to see that thing we're just like well it seems like too much of a battle To actually wage in this very chaotic moment. And then the other thing is, I mean, and this this also sounds kind of sad. We're kind of used to missing out a lot, actually. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens that we know of that's happening. And there's a lot of stuff that we don't even know of that's happening. So Mm -hmm. if something exciting is going on and there's a lot of people like trying to see it, it almost doesn't feel worth it because, like, I don't know. Like, is it really that important? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's kind of sad that like we had to get used to missing out on on a lot of stuff. Um, but I I find it interesting that we both kind of reacted in a similar way of mm-hmm. just not trying. Because yeah. I never tried. I, I It's exactly what you said. There wouldn't have been a satisfactory way for me to have seen what was going on unless I was, like, the maybe the only kid in the room. And mm-hmm. I maybe had, like, hands on. I could touch mm-hmm. the thing or I could really, like, get really close. But that was never going to happen. And, and sometimes so I just I would sat ask, back.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there is room for advocating for yourself in that moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, but not even in that moment, actually. A lot of times I would wait until the end. And then go ask and be like, can I see mm-hmm. it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I did that sometimes yeah. too. You just have to wait so until like all of the chaos have down. Because you're not going to, like, there's no way that you're going to be heard over all of that. I, yeah. Just, no. And, it's, it's and you can do it in a calm moment too. Sorry. I keep cutting you off. Right. No,
0: no, no. You're gonna. It's It's not that I like don't believe in advocating either. I think just a lot of these things like didn't matter enough. Yeah. Um honestly. which is why it was so funny that it like so mattered to these other children that were like screaming that they had to see it or their life was going to be over, Cassandra. Like it was going to be over if yeah. they couldn't see the thing.
1: Oh man, yeah. I like that me I don't know. I yeah. This we made a list for this episode and I keep I think of things now that oh, yeah, I think it. could apply. This this kind of reminds me of Sighted people are just so used to using their eyes. I think I've told this story before, but, like, we either are used to imagining things or memorizing things to the point where, like, we as- we forget that people just look at everything. They just look at everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know we have some vision. So we do that a little bit too, but not to the same extent as like someone who is fully sighted. And I'll like never forget, I was trying to give someone directions um, when I was in undergrad. So I knew, I knew Ohio State is is massive. Um, It has like its own zip code, but I knew the whole campus really well after at least a semester. But by the time I was a sophomore, I knew it Extremely well, and I was trying to give my roommate my sophomore year, who was a senior, directions. I was like, Oh, you go, you know, you go stand on like Woodruff, like Woodruff Road, and she's like, Where is that? And I was like, What? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. where you how do I not how do I explain this to you? (laughs) Like, they just look at the buildings and they look at the signs and they just know where they are by looking around, and that's it. It's nuts.
0: They don't have to rely, yeah, and sometimes that's a good thing for us that we have to memorize more things. It really stuff, is, so mm-hmm. I love that. that's a great example of that.
1: I think, um back to our list though, I think another thing that I think another thing that you brought up is like people really people want to have it all, and people really forget um why it is we have accommodations and they conflate accommodations with special treatment. Mm-hmm. So like if we had to take like extra time on a test, like I remember, so when I took the, I took the ACT when I was in high school and I had it, I don't know what your test, I think, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, I forget what your testing experience was like, but I had it spread, I had each subject spread over multiple days and I got like either like one and a half times or two time. Because everything mm-hmm. just takes forever. And it was large print, like, all of the things. Yep. And it took a long time. And people... I know, I didn't like... I, I remember mentioning it to a few people and then stopping doing that because people didn't understand why I was able to do that and, mm-hmm. and were just really upset that they didn't get extra time in between yep. their tests because... It was a long and hard test and I'm like, dude, you don't understand like how long everything takes when you can't see. Right. <laughs> right. I had
0: somebody make a comment to me in college when I was signing up for classes a day early, you know, like, well, that's not fair that you get to do that. <laughs> Is and I it was not? like, um, okay, well, it's not really fair that I can't see, but I mean <laughs> And I'm then, not you know, here complaining about it. You know, we, we pre board on the airplane and stuff like that, but that's also, it's not like for fun. Like, we need some extra time
1: and, or like, you know, sometimes that kind of stuff. Dude, and when I don't pre board, like, I'm not, I am not an anxious person. I do not have anxiety, but I have anxiety in that moment because people are waiting for me. Right. They're just standing yeah. behind me, like irritated and wanting to sit down. And I'm taking a while looking for my seat and trying to put my stuff yeah. up in the thing. It's a lot. Right. Right. It is a lot. And
0: like even accommodations at theme parks and stuff, especially mm-hmm. when you have like a service dog like you do, mm-hmm. like you need those kind of
1: things. So and lucky. I think I'll,
0: you get to take your like, dog. Oh, yeah. There. You're so lucky. You get to have a dog everywhere. You get to st- stand in line short or whatever. You're so lucky. Oh, it's so great. You have all these things. And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I even had teachers. I had a teacher in high school. I asked for a copy of the notes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, if I give you a copy, I'm going to have to give everyone else one, too. I and I was like, that. actually, that's not how that works at all. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about?
1: <laughs> you actually, you don't about? have to do that because I can't see the board. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, that's it's equality.
0: <laughs> it was. It was unreal. So yeah, that's another thing that people
1: kind of get under our skin about a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, just like
1: remember what it must be. Just you may not have any concept, but just think. Before you mm. think that someone is getting something really special, there might be a reason. Uh because there are a lot of other things that are really difficult. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You don't want that life. <laughs> right. Um, our
0: next one is, and this is similar to the car being in the shop, but mm. it is when someone loses their glasses. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> um, yeah. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it.
1: And again, I'm sorry. Again.
0: I'm sorry that you lost
1: your glasses, but... <laughs> one of those things like the car in the shop that if you are used to having corrected vision and suddenly you have uncorrected vision that might be similar to ours corrected that would be really hard you would not have any coping skills to be able to deal with the fact that you now have like 2200 vision because you lost your glasses Yeah, and glasses
0: are expensive. You don't want to lose them and have to. I I get it. I do get it.
1: However. (laughs) Welcome. Um. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you're here. Um. Welcome. (laughs) Is it fun? (laughs) Like, please tell me.
0: Well, and it's just, like I said, know your audience because mm-hmm. you're complaining mm-hmm. about it in front of us and i do have a quick story of mm-hmm. when i was in college i had to take a lot of dance classes because I, I did musical theater so i was in a dance class and there was a guy in my class who either lost or forgot his glasses i'm actually forget which it was but he didn't have his glasses. And, of course, dancing is very visual, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I always struggled with it. Plus, I'm just not a good dancer, naturally. But um, uh, he was really struggling to learn the dance. You know, hey, you're finally seeing how it is to live like me <laughs> all hard. the time for one day. He was really struggling. But then another girl in the class w- was, like, talking to him, and she said, oh my gosh how are you doing this like how are you learning the dances I feel so bad for you and I said out loud I was like really I was like what about me every day and like they everyone was laughing which I mean like I was kind of I was kind of joking it was a joke. her like yeah it was a joke but also but also but I wasn't also joking like, I was like are you serious right now you're like feeling so bad for him and I was like maybe that even gave her a moment to stop and think, wow, mm-hmm. Casey, the reason, like, maybe Casey's such a crappy dancer because she can't see anything.
1: <laughs> or and also, she's just a And I know, and I know people dancer. with albinism that are good dancers. No, so, I know. For you sure. you know, whatever. Sure. I'm also a terrible dancer and and cannot follow it super well. Does right, right, right. Sense? No, no, no. I think... there,
0: are, there are low vision people who can dance very beautifully. Right. Um, but, but I was like, maybe this gives you a little glimpse, all of you oh, in yeah. the class, a little glimpse into the fact that it is really hard. Yeah.
1: Um, to and be I learning think,
0: new combinations every week, you know. I
1: think the, that that is truly the frustrating part of that story. It's not necessarily that this guy lost his glasses. It's the fact that people made, a, like, a huge deal of it. It's like, how could you ever function? <laughs> and I think it's
0: because we cope so well that people literally don't mm. give a second thought to the struggle of what we go through. Because they're like, oh, well, they're doing fine. So I'm sure their vision is
1: okay. Like, it's probably I- not that bad. And the hard thing is that I think if they did think too hard about our our struggle, they would just feel so sorry for us that they don't know how to relate to us after that. That every conversation yeah. is going to be about the fact that we cannot see very well and and that's it. Like they yeah, don't, which they don't know. Which there are people that do that too, actually. Yeah. It's it's yeah. hard. That's what I don't know, that's kinda of what makes disclosing hard. I heard this recently of just like Sometimes you just don't want to disclose because you know that people are going to make it a huge thing Mm -hmm. and you don't want the whole, the whole like, I don't know, conversation relationship to be totally derailed by the fact that you, you know, were open and now they don't see you for anything else.
0: Yeah, and that's a common theme of this pod is that it's mm-hmm. often one way or the other and it's very hard to find that middle ground of people who do validate your struggle but don't make a huge thing of it. And and like I'm and I'm not asking them to to do it perfectly because I no. can't say that I'd be able to and we're and that's why we don't want anyone listening to feel like how are we supposed to act? How are we supposed to do this? It's not that deep and honestly most of the time it's not a big problem, but it's just it's more so with acquaintances that don't know us well that yeah. I feel like they go one way or the other really strongly.
1: Yeah. And, like, I, I, you know, who's to say that if we were interacting with people with disabilities that we weren't as familiar with, we would also probably do some things that were tone deaf also. Like, yeah, cause we don't have much experience with that. And so, you know, we are. We are very fault tolerant, of course, like we're going to make some jokes about it just to, you know, diffuse the tension or I don't know, call attention to something that might have been a little bit awkward, but we're going to we're going to try to just take it in stride because people are human. But yeah,
0: I think like as you don't have to be perfect, but as long as you try to not As long as you try to stay not so far one way or the other, like, not being so overly over the top helpful or not being so, Mm -hmm. like, dismissive of our feelings or struggles, like, as long as you kind of try to stay in the middle. And I think we do a good, a pretty good job of that just because we are disabled. So we, like, even if it's a different disability than us, like, we somewhat understand the struggle. But if I weren't born Mm -hmm. this way, I probably would make those faux pas all the time
1: around people. All the time. Like, all
0: the time. And there's just so much we don't understand still, and I'm sure I do it oh, too. Yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah, there's there's so much nuance, and yeah, especially having a service dog, it happens. Oh yeah, I'm so sure. much, and you just you yeah. just have to learn to take it, and you know, not to brag, I feel like we're pretty good at about it. <laughs> all yeah. things considered, no, yeah. I mean,
0: we don't. Think, yeah, we're not like getting offended about all of these no. things. It's kind of just a funny thing to inwardly laugh at.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it also, like, people losing their glasses um, <laughs> kind of reminds me of, like, when even this, ha- we've talked about this often, I think, but, like, when people talk about just how bad their vision is, like, mm-hmm. without their glasses. I'm that, like, okay, I gotta say, mm. this one really bugs me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm legally blind, too. Uh, without well that, my glasses.
0: That, <laughs> right. That it's really me. not that's the, the whole same other, thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing, because that's just wrong. Like, that's literally just flat out wrong. You're incorrect. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. You're just wrong. Yeah. But also, it's just annoying when they're like, they're actually, they actually think their vision is really bad. Mm, mm-hmm. And they're, mm-hmm. like, actually complaining about it. Because maybe their vision is, like, slightly worse than perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't even know what you're complaining about. Like... <laughs> Because they can, they still do everything a very typical way. They still drive. They still, like, live a very yeah. normal life. But they still are like, I can't see. I'm blind as a bat. I, you know, it's like. Oh, my god. And gosh. if you've ever said this in front of me, once again, like, no shade. I actually had someone say that in front of me recently. But that person didn't know that I was low vision. Right. And I am giving much more of a pass to that. Because if you know that I'm low vision and you say that in front of me, then
1: you have no right. Mm-hmm. You have no right to say that in front of me. And that and does This is the me. thing I do want to preface. Um if someone if someone like this can very quickly feel offensive um because I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of language that's been used colloquially for a long time that is just, you know, by nature, be it like racist or ableist or sexist or whatever, and I think in in recent years there's been a lot of deconstruction of that, so I think it's hard to unlearn some of these behaviors you know, and we we talked about this really early on in our pod, like when people say like, I'm so OCD, because they're like you know, being a perfectionist yeah. about something, it's like, no, you're actually not <laughs> mm-hmm, but right. But when people I don't like I really don't like it when people are like trying to find something and it's like, "Man, I'm so blind." And like I can't find it and I'm like, "Oh my god, stop." <laughs> like, yeah. I've gotten into the habit that when people do that in front of me, be th- be it someone that I know well or not, I honestly end up replying. I'm like, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah, you just say
0: something. Yeah,
1: because... uh, No.
0: (laughs) No, sometimes I'll see like an Insta video about um, like glasses or about how bad their vision is without glasses. And it's just the entire comment section is everybody talking about how bad their vision is without their glasses. Well, I'm so blind without my glasses. And I'm like, but why does it matter if you're blind without your glasses or contacts? Like I, I get it that maybe glasses and contacts... Sure, they're expensive. Sure, they're a hassle sometimes, whatever. But people act like it's such a thing and such a complaint. And I'm like, if you can, if you have perfect vision with your glasses, I don't see the issue to complain about. I, I personally don't. Maybe you do. But like me being who I am, I can't force myself to see how that's a problem for you.
1: Like To I me, just that just feels like, man, I'm so cold without my coat on. It's like, well, then put your coat on. It's crazy. What are you saying? You can fix because that. they
0: don't even want the coat. They just want to be warm with no coat. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool and nice? Yeah. No, I know. And then there like, are people who a- can't have a coat at all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, don't we don't have access
0: to coats. We don't have access to a coat. And... It doesn't work for us, even if we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll wear a coat, and we're still cold, unfortunately. And they're like, Un- "Get a get a better coat." This analogy, get keeps a better working. coat. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just
0: I don't like it, and that I wouldn't. I don't even know if I would say it's like so offensive, but also it bugs me.
1: It it I find it a little it offensive, me. just because it's like you're really not blind. Stop stop using stop. my experience. As, like, a measuring stick for your inability mm-hmm. to find an object. Like... We hear it all the time. People say this
0: all the time. It's so
1: common. All
0: the time. I'm like... And who's to say I wouldn't say it if I were, you know, didn't have my disability? I Right. Might, and I wish I wouldn't, but who knows what
1: I would right? say. But, like... Um, these are... Pe- I mean, when you're when you're using language like this, like, think about it for a second. Like, this, these are, like, real actual people. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? I don't
0: think they realize... I truly don't think a lot of people realize <laughs> that there are people on this earth who don't have vision that can be corrected by glasses.
1: Well, it's either that or you're totally blind, right? Like, there is no in between.
0: And, like, I, and there are people in... In some poorer areas of the world who have really bad vision that could be corrected by glasses or surgery mm-hmm. and don't have access. And I would consider them disabled because they don't have access. But yeah. if you have access,
1: okay. It's a it's a tool. And if you use your tool, you're fine. Sometimes mm-hmm. people can't afford or are unable to acquire said tool. And that also makes them unable to do something. But if you right. have access to getting glasses and you just choose not to wear them or you complain about how bad your vision is, even though you have them, like, I yeah. don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, because
0: being disabled means that you are unable to do things. And if you can wear mm-hmm. your glasses and function normally, like, and you, like, maybe your vision is slightly worse than the average, but it doesn't actually affect your daily life at all, mm-hmm. except when you take your glasses off then oh no. <laughs> you don't have a disability um, and this might be and controversial that, i hope it's that, not because it's literally a, what i'm saying is true that's considered
1: in like the disability space and in um and in like the accessibility world when we talk about different kinds of disabilities there are some that are acquired there are some that are temporary like if you like break a break your leg you can't really use it for a while yeah um, mm-hmm This is a situational disability, and everyone can experience, like, a situational disability. Like, if it's dark out and you can't find something, that's situationally limiting. But, like, it is super situational that you can put your glasses on or off and be able to see better or worse. Right. Just try to fix the situation if it's in your power. To say
0: you're (laughs) legally blind without your glasses literally... The definition of legally blind is best corrected. So yeah. you're not legally blind without your glasses. You're not legally <laughs> you are blind I- at all. Illegally blind. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> illegally blind. You're like you're not you're not legally blind at all. You you can say this is the sentence you can say the next time you really feel the urge to say you're legally blind without your glasses. You can say I would be legally mm, blind mm-hmm. if glasses didn't help me. That's the sentence.
1: Yeah. Keep it because in your head
0: and never say the other one again, please. Thank you. Because it also <laughs> I'm so, shows I'm so appreciation
1: for, for the fact that visual correction exists and that you have a, a type of visual impairment that is correctable. But you aren't actually visually glasses. impaired
0: because it is correctable, which is yeah. not the definition of visually impaired.
1: It's not the yeah. definition of legally blind, but is it the definition of visually impaired? No. It's a broader term. I don't know. <laughs> it is, but
0: if your if your vision is corrected by glasses, like fully, you're not visually impaired.
1: That's so totally true.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It also reminds me of, especially this was way more common back when we were growing up because the 2000s was a very image conscious era. Um, but when people would be like, I'm so pale, I'm basically albino. like oh my, all the time. <laughs> so often. And it's like, actually, I'm really albino. So crazy. I'm really albino. I
0: actually usually keep my mouth shut during that moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. I really don't. Because if I say I'm, I'm actually albino for real, it's going to add, it's going to make many a lot of questions. questions. <laughs> too many follow up questions. Too many follow up questions. I just don't even say anything. This happens. This happens to me a lot. It's usually around people who don't know that I have albinism. Um, yeah, yeah, But yeah. it happens a lot. Um, and I just have to sit there. Actually, I was literally recently with someone, with a group of people, and one of the girls was a redhead and very pale. And a lot of people were asking her, oh, I bet you have to wear sunscreen like every day. Oh, I bet your skin mm-hmm. just burns so bad. It was like right next to me. And I, inside I
1: wanted to be like, I'm a real albino right here mm-hmm. in the flesh. But I didn't. I will say, I wear... So, like, I I have this makeup that is basically unpigmented. It's honestly really amazing because every other makeup is just a little bit too dark for my skin. Um, But one of the models for this, like, not shade (laughs) um, (laughs) was, like, just a, a very, very pale redhead. And I was like, you know... That does kind of track <laughs> mm. the redheads yeah. and the people. With, and then the other one looked like a person with albinism. So it was like, yeah, I guess. Redheads could truly be as pale as we are. Um, so Oh, you know, sometimes paler. Or paler. In my
0: case. in my yeah. Case, yeah. Casey can tan and I'm not over I'm it. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm strangely tan and I have
1: extremely strangely dark eyes. It's it's True. an HPS thing. Like, it's, yes, it's, it's her HPS subtype fan. of HPS thing um yep because there are some (laughs) people with hps type 3 who have like 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 dark brown hair and darker skin but it kind of tracks that you can tan regardless i'm Um, still like low-key jealous it's fine we did this like lovely zoom call
0: at (laughs) no one it was kind of like my vision for the year and we had an eye and we did it with the kids and the adults and you could like color in the eye and then put some of your goals for the year and we were telling people you can color in your eye the color of your eye. A lot of people were doing pretty, like blues and light blues and lavenders and things like that. And I had my like brown, like <laughs> colored pencils. And I, and I like showed everybody on the Zoom. I was like, mine are brown because I'm uh, weirdly, my eyes are dark. I don't understand it. Um, please don't ask questions. I, can't answer. <laughs> I will not
1: be taking follow up questions. I will not be taking questions about why my eye is brown, but it, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's it's why up. we can't, like, especially. Since our hair is, like, naturally a bit darker than the average person with albinism, um this is why we, we do not want to react to this. I'm so right. pale because I'm albino. Anyway.
0: Right, right. Um Another thing that just can kind of get under our skin a bit is when people constantly ask us why we haven't gotten surgery. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a funny. Do you get asked this all the time? Because I do. Have
1: you ever tried LASIK?
0: <laughs> yeah. Did I tell my LASIK story on the pod? I'm pretty sure I did.
1: Maybe. I don't. There remember. was a professor.
0: Oh, it's very quick. But there was a professor at my college with the last name LASIK, oh, and that's funny. someone asked me, "Have you had LASIK?" And I defensively was <laughs> like, "That doesn't work for me." And they were asking me if I had had her as a professor. You guys. And I was like so like defensive. I was like, "That doesn't work." And they that, were like, "What? What are you talking that's about?" Was,
1: literally, like, something that we've talked about but on this pod before. <laughs> yeah, it's because because yeah. we get so many weird interactions where it's unfortunate that we're like kind of naturally defensive because this kind of stuff happens all the time. Where like it's probably like a lot of the times it's probably not even about that.
0: You're so right. You're, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when it's not because here you are getting defensive for no <laughs> like, reason whatsoever. And okay. the person is like, why are you mad, bro? Like, I was just asking about a professor. That's and I'm over here, wild. like, assuming everything's about
1: blindness. And then it makes it look like blindness is my whole personality. Uh, it's such a challenge. It's r- truly such a challenge. I I completely agree with that. It's, it's weird. And then, like, it sometimes people will really press as if as mm. if it's we just refuse treatment and, and yeah, apply. they don't believe you do they yeah. They just don't believe that there's yeah. not a surgery. I yeah. literally ha- like the one thing that ends up quieting people is they're like oh can't you just like you could probably get like a retina transplant And I was like yep. first of all, that sounds terrible but second of all, like the <laughs> optic the optic nerve connection to my brain is is wrong. I'm not gonna fix that. there's nothing that can right. fix that right. <laughs> Right. That's so
0: funny. I've heard the retina transplant thing, too. And I'm like, why? (laughs) They're saying that as if, first of all, it's like a very common procedure. And if they as if they know everything about it, it's just so funny. It's like, well, obviously you need to do a retina transplant. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, No, no, buddy. (laughs) It's not going to fix the other eight problems with my eye. But thanks. I appreciate
1: your effort. (laughs) Yeah. I really think that they think we haven't looked into all the options especially at this age like do you really think that we're like well into adulthood and we haven't thought about or heard any of these <laughs> miraculous suggestions i'll never forget i told this on our rideshare story last year i'll never forget the uber driver who told me about a chip implant that <laughs> supposedly could fix my vision <laughs> oh wow Cass! why Just, haven't you done that Just fly to a different country and get a chip implanted in my brain. It's that simple. Sounds like something on Buffy the Vampire Slayer to me. uh, Literally
0: is something right about (laughs) Literally a plot line (laughs) in a fantasy series because that's how
1: outlandish that idea is. Oh, my gosh. So another thing that is just... It's... it's more hurtful than offensive or or, it is rude but it is just more hurtful it's like any level of condescension and I think this can go a lot of different ways um I think sometimes people condescend to us because we can't drive and so it's like wow I don't know how you do it like and you're so you know you're so active and wow I could never do it just like great Thanks. Yeah. People will often
0: say, I could never do that, or how could you do that? Or how do you function? Or,
1: you know. Yeah. Things like that. And I feel like There is there is a fine line between condescension and empathy. Because mm. you can be empathetic to the difficulty of not driving. Like, wow, that must be really hard. Um, it is, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like a lot of times, I don't know, you can tell, and it's usually tone-related, and a lot of times it is, like, more of, I could never do that, and which makes it feel like if I had to live like that, I would have no will to live.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which disabled people do hear that a lot.
1: We Luckily, I haven't
0: that heard that too many times, even if people think it inside their head. They don't often... Say that to me, but I've heard a lot of disabled people say things like, "Well, if I had your disability, I would just want to die," or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's that is a that's not even like a microaggression. That's just an aggression.
1: That's yeah, like that's offensive. Well, like, and don't it's hard because it's like, die. How, how do you, as a disabled person, react to something like that? It's like, well, I, I know. mean, I, I guess I don't, but <laughs> I I don't know. If someone truly
0: said, I haven't had anyone say that to me, or at least not for a long time. If someone said that to me, I would I would fight back. I would be like, "Well, that's rude of you to say." Like, yeah, I would. If someone told me if I were you, I would want to die. I'd be like, I wouldn't know how to even react to that. And I'm sorry to anyone who has heard that yeah. said to them.
1: Yeah, it's just that so is rude. that is really offensive. But I think it also gets into we've talked about this before of like the territory of of like people being very put out by you asking for a very simple accommodation. Like mm-hmm. we're not usually trying to, to ask for a lot um, because mm-hmm. we don't want to put people out. And so we don't, you know, when, when we do ask, it's usually because we do really need it. Um, right. So if we were like, Hey, what does that say? And you take just like, like a passive aggressive minute to reply. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And even kind of going it.
0: back to the other thing a bit, even though no one has said maybe to our face, I would want to die if I were you. Haven't you heard people say to you, which is another funny thing to say to us. People will say like my biggest fear is going blind or my child being blind oh my gosh, or yeah. They'll yeah. say that and I'm like, and that's like basically saying the same thing, but you're just not saying it to me, but you are saying it around me and about what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. and they'll say like oh my biggest fear is to be blind or, I would, How I could, would I, yeah I would not yeah. want to live after that or or like my child being disabled would be like you know and of course like you want the best for your child and you I'm not saying you should want to go blind or whatever right. like I'm not saying you have to be happy about that or you should want that but to say it once again know your audience
1: mm-hmm. and and you know I'm not a mom and I think if if you had the news that your child had some kind of a condition or disability it would require some grieving of the life you thought that they might have Mm -hmm. and so you know do that (laughs) but but you know grieve it and then try to see what their life could be like because it might not be what you imagined, but it will be different and it could still be very full in a different way that you just may have not have any experience with yet. So, like, open up your mind to the possibilities and listen to podcasts like this.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even if you have a fear of
1: your child being disabled, which...
0: I don't see I mean, I think that's maybe a common fear for people. I think
1: that's a common fear.
0: At least just don't say it to us. Don't don't yeah. come up to a disabled person and say, oh my gosh, my biggest fear is for my kid to
1: be you. God forbid my child come out and they're disabled. Like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would then, hate my kid
1: to turn out like you.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Is what we hear. Yeah.
0: That's what we hear. <laughs> and kind of like you're getting into like eugenics territory too. Yeah. I know. Mm. Some people say things like that too, where it's kind of like about. Yeah, we don't want any disabled people. You know, it's just like we want
1: okay.
0: it. <laughs> like we need to. It does make
1: me think of a joke, though. <laughs> 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 so Casey sent me this like reel a while ago on Instagram, where it was like, <laughs> I'm so scared to know what you're gonna say. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> it was so it was like a a stitched video. So like for people that aren't chronically online, our uh, is like. It's one vi- half of a video and then it cuts to like whoever is is like posting it. Um so the video was like we, there are like 1 million blind people in this world. We it was it, they were trying to like give access to like visual like tools like glasses. Um we want to make that number zero and this girl like <laughs> stitch the video and like she's also legally blind and so she kind of like looks around suspiciously and then like pans over to her cane on the on the wall and she's like oh i fear for my life yeah she <laughs> was like locking lock her, her door
0: <laughs> that was hilarious it was so good <laughs> that was so funny oh my gosh oh my so gosh. good um all right Next on the list is when when people just kind of assume you can do something. So so an example maybe is y- you need to pick something up from someone's house and they're like, "Oh, just come over in an hour and get it." And <laughs> we can't drive. Or if people point to something far away, "Oh, just walk over there." Go, you know, and they don't tell you where it is. They just point. And just people assuming that Mm. you can do something without accommodation
1: or without any kind of help. Um, It's just kind of, it's just funny. It's not offensive. It's It's just funny. funny. And, and again, this is, this might be another one of those cases where we compensate really well. And, and some people do forget um, because for a minute we can blend into like regular society and, you know, you don't understand the amount of coordination it takes to even schedule rides to go places. Um, and like, it. so like with the ride sharing service that I use that it's like through the city's paratransit and it's great. Like it is the best option out there. That doesn't mean it's like perfect by any means, but it is, I have had few issues with it, but like you still have to schedule Like at least an hour in advance. Like you can't just pick up and go the way that you would with a car or even with an Uber. Um, Mm -hmm. You need at least an hour, and people like don't know what that. Because I'm not here like whining about it, but right. Sometimes this kind of thing like gets me to explain like actually I can't do like I can't do a pickup errand. Like that's not a right. that's not something that is like reasonable for me to do. If I'm going to go somewhere to maybe drop something off, I'm going to stay there to make it worth my while. Yeah. Because I'm not going to waste my money. Like it costs a lot to do that kind of thing. Besides that I can't. Like they have li- they have mm-hmm. restrictions in the way that you schedule rides. So I have to be there at least 30 minutes. Like we don't have the same facilities as, as sighted people, and a lot of times, especially with transportation, they forget that. Yep. And it's like, yep. I, there's, I have no access to that thing. <laughs> this
0: might not be even, like, in the same vein, but a little bit. Have you ever had someone write you a letter in, like, tiny cursive?
1: I like the idea of that, and um, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, oh. I can't read. And then I'm like, oh, no, I have to
0: ask someone to read this letter that's to me personally
1: allowed, which
0: is very like, like, Ugh. you know, a, va- a violation of my privacy.
1: Um, yeah, and we do no, our no, but it's best with kinda, our tools. Like we, right, know, we'll we use a try. magnifier, but like sometimes we try. it's still hard to read. Right, right.
0: Uh, cursive, and I've never gotten along with cursive. I know it. I know the letters. Mm-hmm. Like I learned it, but I just can't read it when it's all together very well. Um, and yeah, it's
1: just so funny. Like I, it I, makes I think me that's feel just feel illiterate example. sometimes. Yeah. Being no. Same. a piece of paper. I, I just. Yep. I, I just like I, I squint at it, and I can make out a few letters, maybe, and then like my eyes hurt, and I just can't. I, I mean, it all runs together quite literally. Like it's all connected, and it is. It's so much easier with print where it's not. Even like you a can- paper with like very tiny print. Like again, we could use a tool for it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the, most of the time, um, but like, man, sometimes it's just very difficult. <laughs> yep. And this is yep. like an accessibility thing too. It's like, I think all of these things. Just like consider that people might have different lives than than you or maybe than the norm um so it's worth like making the extra effort to be inclusive in whatever way. so if you want to send someone a letter, don't write it in cursive <laughs> that would be smart that would be a good good start. Thank you um. I, I think it's when you were talking about gestures or, like, it, when people are, like, over there, sometimes they'll just kind of do, especially this happened. We we talk about this sometimes about how, like, especially service workers, they're probably tired of talking to people um, or, like, TSA, and they just kind of, like, mm. gesture you forward.
0: Gestures.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, nonverbal communication
0: is so hard. I think the worst part is when people get offended when you miss their gesture. Like, and I that's waved what, at yep. you the other day. Like, yeah, I, it's you like, ignored me. It's like, um, Wow.
1: You right. did?
0: like <laughs> Or, like, TSA yelling at me when I ignore them. When I
1: literally have my cane. Or, like, people getting offended when you don't recognize them. Oh, my like, gosh. They're like, oh, don't yes. tell me you don't remember me. Like, please
0: stop. I cannot tell you how many times that's happened to me. And it's one of the most humiliating, excruciating moments in the it, world. It because really Because you feel is. bad. Not only do you already feel bad, they make you feel worse. Like they, yeah, they rub it they in. They make you feel bad. They rub it in. And I try to explain. Like, I can't see. But that's another time that I just don't think they get it. And they think Mm-mm. you're rude. And it's so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That has happened so many times. I hate it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know th- this this may be the counterpart to an episode we did earlier on of like dear sighted people and ways that sighted people can and have helped us. Um, mm-hmm. And so, with that in mind, like obviously, hey, ID yourself. Unless we're like really close friends, you don't have to do that if we're really close friends. But like. Right, right, I do yourself if if you don't know us super well, because we, or if you met us once years ago, like, come on, man, that's unfair. Right, right. Actually, I, um, a friend of mine
0: recently was in an airport gate. It was a friend of my mom's. Mm. And she yelled my name and I, you know, didn't know where it was coming from. And when I finally, voice. yeah, and then she she said my name again, and then she did ID herself, and it's just such a it's such a helpful mm-hmm. thing. I would have not known who she was, and then I
1: would have been like, Who's and then that's my kind name? of a terrifying experience. Like I've had right. that before too. Like I work in a huge building, like it's the size of an airport, and like a former like pretty high level executive that like I knew, um, she was she's still in the company. Like she called out my name. And I heard disembodied voice. And I panicked for a minute because I'm like, who's seeing me? Where is it coming from? Uh, should I stand here and wait? Like, I don't know yeah, right, anything. And right. I feel very lost in, in that moment. And yep. then she came up and she's like, oh, it's, you know, it's so-and-so. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. I was yep. scared. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because both of our names
0: are not... So uncommon and different that they're unrecognizable, but they're not that common. Where, like, if somebody yells Casey or Cassandra, it's probably us, mm, like, it's mm-hmm. not a super common name that you're gonna. Mm-hmm. If it was like somebody yelling like, like Anna Sarah. or something, it could be anybody, yeah. But it's like, if it if I hear my name, I'm like, it's probably me, and <laughs> I don't know what where you yeah. are, yeah, like. <laughs> um but But (laughs) usually i try to make a face like like, this is seriously like my thought process if someone (laughs) yells my name i make a really confused face on purpose so that they remember she blind yeah yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) because i want i want to
0: because even if i i can tell that i'm looking in the general direction they are i want to still look as confused as humanly
1: possible so I that they will it'll click okay with them. okay I have like multiple things to say that are like uh, one is related one is not okay. so I was doing research like a few months ago related to work um, but we were working with blind and low vision people and like one of the questions was like hey when you go to a place how do you uh, how do you get help and I loved how she put it into words. She was an older blind woman, guide dog user, and she was like, honestly, I think a lot of blind people are really used to the looking lost as a tactic. Yes, yes I do it. I do it. I do, I do it. it, too, because I need people to know both I need help if if I don't know who to ask for help, because sometimes it's unclear, like, who works at a place or who yep. doesn't. yep. I want people to be like, "Oh, hey, can I help you? You yep. look lost." And I'm like, yep. "I am. Thank you." Or yep. or the like my friend is exactly that scenario. My friend is calling out to me and I like I need them to remember that I can't see well and I'm very confused right now.
0: Yes. I I, I want you to say your second thing, but I'll quickly say I was in New York once. I got off at the wrong train stop, and this was like my first week that I had lived in the city. Oh, no. And I knew. I was like, if I stand here confused for even one minute... somebody's (laughs) somebody's <laughs> going to ask if I need help. And sure enough, I literally stood there at the train station and kind of looked around and looked confused. And some man was like, what do you need? And I said, how can I get back on the uh, downtown train or whatever? But it works. It literally worked within like five seconds. It's like, it's incredible. It's it's so helpful. <laughs> it's yep. one
1: of the many tools in our arsenal is looking. It's confused. a talent. I don't
0: know. I, I think within almost four years of the pod, we've never talked about that specific No, I know it's unreal. I can't
1: believe it. And I think we talked about it at the very end.
0: Who who knows if anyone is still listening? (laughs) (laughs) The
1: other, I don't know. Okay, the other thing was more related to just nonverbal period because I have you know people communicate that way. Some people communicate nonverbally more than others, and it's just part of their personality. I think because some people would rather have things left unsaid and. You know, for the few for the bit of nonverbal that we can pick up, it does kind of feel like a secret communication. I feel like like you get a lot out of like a facial expression. Um mm-hmm. and and like I have a friend, this is like after church we were getting. Um we were getting lunch after church with like a, a big group of people, and I have a friend who is especially a nonverbal communicator. Mhm. And she was sitting next to me and like her husband was at a table like a like diagonal from us. And I was going to look to her to, to talk to her but I saw that she was like doing weird things with her face and I was like, "Oh, I think she's mouthing." And I kind of I I was in decent enough lighting i looked and i i saw movement from the other side and i kind of started making a joke about it and i was like i started looking between the two of them like a tennis match i'm like oh boy <laughs> there's a conversation happening <laughs> this, this is so exciting i don't know what's being said that's
0: too funny though and that's like so real
1: it became a whole con- like a like a funny jokey conversation where like my friend is like i i must be your kryptonite <laughs> <laughs> there's so much yes. that I don't say that I say with actions oh, or with my face that's so interesting <laughs> oh my gosh it's so true it's so true and I've started pointing stuff out like that and and like I don't know maybe people will feel sorry for for me when I do but you know when I start pointing out things like that I think it gives them a little bit more of a glimpse into our lives that we're not mm-hmm. just we're not just playing this up uh, this very elaborate part um like we 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 genuinely miss out on some stuff and we yeah. want you
0: to know right right and i do think this is kind of a good kind of a good sister episode to the dear sighted people one i think the dear sighted people one if you haven't heard it and it, it, it was many years ago that we made it go back and listen i think that one was almost like positive things you can do for us and this one was almost things you probably shouldn't do around us Um, but but I think a lot of these things we touched on we have touched on some of these things before but a lot of these things were kind of new that we haven't and just a Mm -hmm. different spin on it and hopefully it wasn't offensive to anyone or you don't you don't feel more we hope that nobody sighted listening feels more stressed after this or that they've done something (laughs) wrong if you've ever done any of these things in the past all you have to do is move on and try not to do it again but it's fine if you have you know obviously
1: we're constantly learning things as as individuals period so let this just be one more piece of knowledge you pick up and think about it from time to time as you hear other people say wow i'm so blind (laughs) Yeah, and maybe call them out a bit. <laughs> yeah, that would be the next best step to take. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but this was a fun one. This was we, fun. We hope you enjoyed, and we yeah. will see you in two weeks. In two weeks. Bye. Bye.